this enigmatic gospel in which we're, John and, in a sense, Jesus leaves us all asking questions as to who he is, and life is a parable that we have to figure out. This is, these gospels invite us into the, into the picture to ponder what's going on, because we, then as now, we, the world is very, it's, it's not obvious uh, how things really are. And to, to get a better perspective on this, I read, I came across something I clipped last year that I thought, oh, this is just perfect. Uh, one, about one year ago uh, was the 50th anniversary of Apollo 13. Can you remember Apollo 13 from the movie, huh? Pretty, those of us who were alive remember this scary time. And one of the, there's a wonderful interview here that I, I clipped. I, I tell the deacons, oh, when you find something interesting, keep it because it'll come in handy later. And this, I couldn't believe this. I read it and I thought, wow, this is incredible. Uh, Jim Lovell was one of the three astronauts that made it home that day. And he was reflecting on his experience 50 years ago. And I just found it absolutely fascinating. And he, uh, you know, I'm an astronomy buff. When in, in, in elementary school, I read every book in the library. Is to think that we hadn't visited a single planet then. It's just unbelievable what's been accomplished in the last 50 years. It's just unbelievable. So here's Jim Lovell. And they, they had to go all the way around the moon to slingshot themselves back to Earth. So they, 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 Jim Lovell said, I'll quote part of this directly so I get it exactly right. But he said they, they knew what to expect on the far side of the moon because it had been photographed. So nevertheless, when we're so familiar with the, with the Mars or the sea of lava, you know, that we call the man on the moon, and when you get around to the other side, of course, it's all craters, and it's very beautiful. And they, they marveled at the beauty of the moon from close up, as no, almost no other human being has ever seen in person. None of us are going to see it, uh, but we can see it through his eyes this morning and the insight that he received as a religious man. And he said, as he turned, as they, as they turned around the far side of the moon and the earth came into sight, he said he looked out the window and took a picture. It's not the famous one that, that we have of the, of the first picture of, of, of the earth over the moon. This is a, another one. Uh, it was with a camera that wasn't supposed to even be there, but he took it out and took this picture. And he said, then I'll quote him, but he said he put his thumb out Here's your, your thumbnail, right? And he covered up the earth. And he said, that's four billion people. That's how far away they were. That's all. The stage of human history right there in that little spot. And he said in this interview, on the far side of the moon, we knew what to expect. What we didn't expect to see was the earth as it really is. I put my thumb up to the window and suddenly I could hide the earth and I realized at that moment that I was 240,000 miles away. This is the length of the earth, 12,000 miles? 12,000 miles from one side to the other of the earth, 240,000 miles. I think that's a multiple of 12. Oh, I, I learned something in math class. Um, but behind my finger is a planet with four billion people that told me in a moment just exactly where we are in the universe. And then he goes on to say, I hope to go to heaven when I die, but suddenly it dawned on me that we went to heaven when we were born. 
we arrived on a planet that had just the right amount of gravity, mass to have gravity, to contain water and an atmosphere at just the proper distance from the star, the Goldilocks zone, we call it, just with a moon that could stabilize the planet and a place in the universe that is ours, a magnetosphere to keep the sun's rays, sun's, uh, what do you say here? To keep the sun's particles from stripping our atmosphere. And we've learned since, since then, of course, that Earth is the only planet in the solar system that has that. And now we're finding other exoplanets, and we're discovering that they don't have it either. So Earth may be more rare than we think. It's the, the iron core that we have that makes us special, that has kept us alive all these billions of years. And it, this is the part I like the best uh, and why it's important for this gospel. It appeared to me then that God had given mankind a sort of a stage to perform on. And I guess how that plate will turn out is up to us. So we have there, through science, an insight about life, if anyone's willing to hear it. And our Lord gives us, in our century, when we are seem to be uh, losing sight of God, that there are insights to be found simply through, through uh, the, our senses as to the, the nature of how things are, how small our planet is. And uh, every bit of history was behind that thumb at that moment. And for most of, most of human history, we never, we didn't even know what was beyond it. Uh, this was it. So what we really have, according to scriptures, it, we're on stage. Jesus makes it very clear that w there's a big audience watching, that the entire, uh, there are the scriptures that talk about that all of, all of heaven watches everything. We're being filmed. We're on stage. There's an audience, and the whole thing is going to be played back for us personally and of our lives, and everybody's watching everything. There are no secrets. If there, you know, you hear about different, oh, this, that, and the other thing, elites do this, and power brokers do that, and every age of human history has had people that thought they were in charge, and, or they pile up all the, like Dumbos, they pile up money to the moon, and then they die, and it stays on stage. And that's not what life is about. It's not about dominating people. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about others. And if we know what the play is about, we can begin to perform our role a little bit better. If we know there's an audience outside, we might um, think twice before we do and say certain things. And if we uh, if we knew that we could ask forgiveness and be forgiven, especially in reconciliation, which we had no end of customers, I might add, lately, uh, must be the times, uh, it hits the erase button and then they take it off the tape before it's played, right? Uh, because we can't see the audience, we may not think they're there or that there's no creator of the stage, but in fact, there's a one-way mirror across it. We are not allowed to see out, but they can see in. This is all of our relatives and friends that are and the saints in heaven and the angels that are with us that are intensely interested in what we're doing. And you'd think they had something better to do. I used to wonder about this. Why the heck? <laughs> Talk about boring. Uh, it's not exactly the most interesting thing on TV right now. But it is because we're, we're deciding our place for all eternity. First of all, up or down uh, and purgatory. But most importantly, again, I, I say this often, but what is my place in heaven? In other words, how close to God will I be? How much will I know about him? That's what 
Rank in heaven is how much we know about God existentially, what I've been through with him. It's not a matter of how much stuff we have or even how much of an audience we've had. It's really, what did I do with what I had? We are all our little part in the play. We don't really know the grand scheme of the, of the, of the story. That's going to be revealed. The, the story of human history will be revealed on the last day at the last judgment. They call it the last judgment when everything is, is, is opened up, including COVID. You know, what was the role of COVID? That's our particular little piece we're all sharing together right now. Well, what did God have in mind for you as an individual in going through this, for our society, for our world? As a pastor, I've said this before, but it's astounding to me that in the entire history of the church with all of its persecutions and difficulties we've had, never in all of 2,000 years has so many churches been closed down all at once at the same time for any reason whatsoever. Now that is remarkable, and we are living right through that. That says something to me, and it means don't take church for granted. Don't take your faith for granted. Don't take life for granted. Look how quickly things can change. Who would have believed? We're coming up to Christmas. Last year we had 900, 900 count them, 900 people in here at the family mass. That will not be true this year. We will have exactly 350, I think, and 100 in each building, and two services. So they'll get a lot of you in here, but things have changed. And that's the point. We don't, we're not the master of the play. We didn't create the stage. We didn't, we didn't bring ourselves on stage. And we are not the ones to get off the stage. We have a beginning and an end. We don't, rem <laughs> we don't remember getting on stage. We just suddenly wake up and find ourselves here. We have to figure it out. There is no, there's no script that we're following. We have rules, and that's the scriptures, a well-formed conscience, our, uh, the church, and, our, uh, and keeping our eyes open. In this century, you know, I, I, I love astronomy. I, I, you know, I said... I, I wanted to be one until I found out there was math involved. That took care of that. <laughs> I'm never good at math. Not good at math at all. However, it's you know it's so fascinating. Um, and every time there's a scientific discovery, which is they come so often now, especially with the exoplanets and stuff that are out there. Uh, some people think, oh, we can push God a little further out. We've learned something more. Uh, every time I see it, I think. Praise God, I know something more about God. How wonderful is this creation that he made? And uh, just recently, the radio, some radio uh, telescope collapsed, one of the first ones, uh, very famous, but in, in watching this little vignette on YouTube, they pointed out that because of radio astronomy, we have discovered millions and millions and millions of more galaxies we never knew were there because you can't see them in the visible range of light. So, such that... There are more galaxies in the universe that we know of than there have ever been people on this earth. We could all have our own galaxy, and that's just the part of creation that we can see with our visible and, and invisible eyes. Imagine what the next world is going to be like when we get off stage. So once we have left the stage, we never again have this opportunity to be ourselves without knowing the future. This is the moment in which we have our own parable of life. We have our own John the Baptist moment where we see him baptizing and ask him who he is. And he says, I'm not the, I'm not the Christ, I'm not Elijah, I'm not the prophet. Those are the three they're looking for. But in fact, later Jesus says, but if you are, have the ears to hear it, 
Elijah has come to you. In other words, uh, the Lord makes us figure this out. Like anything in the visible world, we in the spiritual world, if we don't want to see him, he won't be there. If we do want to see him, we can begin to look through the glass that is one way and begin to see him on the other side, watching and being very grateful that God has shown us something about what the meaning of life really is. As Christmas comes up, we, we should know, as adults at least, that Christmas is about giving to others. It's not about ourselves at all. Jesus didn't have to come to earth like he did. He came to save us. And as a little child, and it's a, it's a wonderful thing to know that no matter how tough life can be, we can begin to rejoice because we know that the play has a good ending to it and that we have a role to play. God, God created us to have a role. Some, uh, some of us, most of us don't have a clue what it is. Uh, you know, it's, it's about individuals, and we won't see the ramifications of that until the play is over and we ourselves are watching the movie that we were a part of. It's a very interesting analogy. We have to go back to um, Jim Lovell. I always want to say personal Lovell. Jim Lovell, who uh, we put our thumbs out. Maybe this week you might put your thumb out once in a while and say that's, that's where we live, right there, that little piece. That's, that's our world from the other side of the moon. Can you imagine how big the universe is and how big our God is and how wonderful, even in COVID, the world will be when the play and the movie has finished.